0: Welcome to the One Girl Band podcast, a podcast for self-identifying women in business who want to do their own thing on their own terms. I'm Lola Hode and I'm the founder of One Girl Band, a collective for female and non-binary entrepreneurs and creatives to have a space to support, empower, and connect with one another, as well as a creative business coach and a writer. This podcast is meant as a little pep talk for creative entrepreneurs who are craving that bit of motivation needed to get through this journey of self-employment, as well as chats with real-life One Girl Bands that get to the heart of what they do. So grab a cuppa and get ready to be one step closer to living the life that you deserve and desire before we get into it, this podcast is supported by our absolute lifesavers on Patreon and our wonderful sponsors for this season, Anyways, Working from home or remotely can be a dream, but we all know that it can also be incredibly challenging. Not seeing another human for hours at a time, trying to resist watching Come Dime With Me all day, missing those little office perks. Anywhere's are a wonderful brand that creates a monthly subscription box filled with productivity tools and delightful treats to give your working day a little lift. It's curated by remote workers for remote workers and you can get 10% off your first box with code OGB10 when you sign up at Anywhere's.co. In case others don't know you, could you introduce yourself and what you do?
1: So I am B, B Davies. Um, my company is B Davies Illustration, and I'm basically an illustrator and wedding creative. Ooh, I like that. Wedding (laughs) creative. (laughs) That's a new word. (laughs) Yeah. Hard to describe um, that part of my business. I think. I think that's the best way because it kind of, it's not necessarily just illustration. So it kind of falls into all different things, sort of creative things. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I, I guess the wedding industry has kind of it's taken like a turn for like the more creative, more oh my creative God, yeah. crafty, but not like not craft in the way that we would kind of think of it mm. more like it's become this entire like a, industry by itself.
1: Completely. Like I can't believe from being in it. I never thought I would be in weddings. I just kind mm. of before I thought it was a traditional kind of very stiff didn't particularly see it as a creative like space to be in um but ever since I started in it I've just met so many amazing people and and I've started exhibiting at these amazing wedding fairs where it's literally like some of the most creative people I've ever met like Mm. and they get to do like their own business and run it in a wedding scenario and it's just great like it's a happy industry to work in I love it.
0: it So tell me how did how did this all come about? Where let's start from the beginning, yeah, <laughs> if exactly. there is a beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah. um Oh God. Okay. So from from the very beginning. Okay. So with me, I've always it's that classic thing of I've been drawing since I could hold a pen. That yeah, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Like, I always was drawing. It's just it it was like the only thing I really loved. Mm. Um. And I did. I studied illustration. Um after school, like and after uni, and I mean after uni, after college. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and studied illustration at Kingston University. And then um I kind of never really felt like my style fit in. It mm-hmm. was like I felt like there was definitely a type of mould perhaps they were trying to get you to go into. Yeah. And all I knew is like I really liked drawing like reportage, like kind of on location mm-hmm. drawing. Um, And I was always drawn to flowers and I loved type form. I kind of like just fleeted and was like, I kind of like everything. Mm. Um, But I just knew that I loved hand painted. That was, that was my thing. Like I couldn't really get into this whole digitally enhanced and, you know, things on the computer. I just, I couldn't, couldn't grasp it. I wasn't very good with that. And I was told like, oh, that's kind of the way things are going
0: so it was kind of like like, that's the way it's going so you have to do it yeah Yeah. and I was like
1: I really don't that's not my vibe like Mm. I I appreciate the skill of the people that do it I think it looks amazing but I just like I prefer good old-fashioned paint and brush Mm. scenario basically (laughs) um so after uni I was a bit like oh god what do I do and I kind of um I worked just so I could stay in London because I'm not originally from London Mm -hmm. Um, I was like right I'll just go full time with my retail job and just sort of thought I'll just do that and then do try and figure out my illustration on the side because mm. um, I've always wanted to work for myself but I was like I will do it I'm just gonna like just going to try and figure out where exactly I fit in yeah in the Take industry with, kind
0: of yeah out.
1: like feel it out because I feel like the biggest scariest thing I think as an illustrator or creative going out on their own is like right what like what's my niche mm, what, what am I gonna do because I was like I don't just want to like work for a company I didn't know how I was gonna do that I thought like all I've got is drawing skills like mm. what do I do with that um so yeah I kind of did my full-time um retail which lasted a lot longer than I intended mm-hmm. just because you know living in London is pretty pricey yeah. and and life things, it, that
0: just happens in uh, life doesn't it things take a lot longer than we expect
1: it's like you blink and I'm like cool where did those six years go
0: um
1: so yeah so basically it kind of it got to a point where I was kind of like doing bits and bobs with people like I did some like client like kind of bigger client work and but it wasn't very consistent and i was like oh i don't really know what's going on mm. um and i it was exploring my kind of love for calligraphy anyway um i think that was back in god when was it i must have been like 23 mm-hmm. 22 23 i'm
0: 28 now yeah. so well, five years ago
1: i'm not very good at math oh yeah neither <laughs> Um, And I kind of like started doing that. And then it was a friend of mine who like worked for anthropology. Mm. um, And she was like, have you ever taught workshops? And I was like, absolutely not. Like I've I've never been taught calligraphy. I've just kind of done it. She was like, I think you should teach it like the way you do it. So I started doing workshops in calligraphy for anthropology through her. And then from that I started like implementing like my hand painted flowers in that. And so basically I was creating these floral calligraphy type of works. Yes. Yeah. And, and then I was kind of doing that on the side, just personal work. And then um I'm getting to the wedding book. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Rambling away. No, not, not um it's just because it's, it was such an uncertain path it was just like things just seem to happen things pop and it's just up kind of that you don't forget yeah. like,
0: oh okay I'll, I'll pursue that for a little while
1: exactly and like I kind of think back like um the girl that got me into it I met her through my retail job so it's like well if I hadn't have done those things yeah. I wouldn't have met the people that I got me got me into it but basically so that got me more confident in my calligraphy and my florals and then um was actually an old school friend of mine and got back in touch and she was like, I'm getting married. I would absolutely love for you to design my wedding invitations. So I was like, sure. Like, that's right up my street. I'll do that. (laughs) So um, I did that um, and she was like really happy with it. And then um, she (laughs) was just like, so basically, how do you feel about painting some flowers onto a jacket for me? And I was like, okay I'll give it a go I've never done that before but sure like don't see what the yeah. difference would be um so yeah I did her jacket as well and she wore it on her wedding day wow. um so I kind of have Sophie to thank shout out to Sophie <laughs> um <I tell> <laughs> yeah um yeah basically from that it was like a snowball mm. because it was like someone at her wedding was getting married and saw the stuff I did and then they asked for stationary help and then someone else asked for a jacket and it was like oh, wow. weddings are the ideal scenario for like people seeing your work yeah. you don't even realize it's like literally everyone receives an invitation like with your work on and you know on the day when they see the jacket and stuff it was like oh that's really cool and then it just kind of yeah became this thing where oh this is actually becoming quite a regular thing for me I think a few other people were doing them as well, but not in the same style. There was more kind Mm. of that very bohemian look, um, a bit more kind of detailed work, whereas my stuff's very kind of fluid and abstract. So I guess there was like a gap for that. And yeah, it just really, it's just kind of gone from there. Um, And I was finally able to go full time with it uh, June last year. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So And then I could finally focus on it and... I've got a studio now so things wow. have just happened so quickly but yeah it's really good <laughs> yeah it's like it.
0: that kind of like it's that sort of snowball where it just happens like organically yeah and and that's not to say that it hasn't been hard oh or my god like that because obviously <laughs> it's self-employment it's fucking hard
1: it's like a daily struggle like yeah uh, even though you like I absolutely would never do anything else like mm. I feel so happy and lucky to be able to get this point but it's been fucking hard work like yeah I've had moments where I'm just like I I had imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. like why am I doing this I, this isn't a, a reasonable living like surely someone's gonna not want jackets anymore I was kind of mm. just like I don't really it was it's just such a terrifying space to be in where you're putting your own work out there Relying on yourself to do everything and source your income and just yeah, it's it's such a scary thing, and I guess that's why not everyone does it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, you
1: you don't have security.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, security is not a thing when you're self-employed. So, would you say that the jackets are the main? part of everything. Like, would you say that is your niche? That's the focus. Yeah. Like that is kind of what you're known for. I, I mean I would say that's what you were known for. That's yeah. kind of where where you stand out for me, definitely.
1: That is definitely the kind of piece of work that yeah, it's like it's like my bread and butter, I guess mm. you could say. Um but it's quite interesting that especially like recently I feel as though things are branching out a bit more. Because I feel like as soon as people see that great thing that you're great at or whatever then other things start to emerge from it so um but yeah no jackets has been was the reason as to why I could finally go self employed and it's kind of like the main part i guess yeah. of my business yeah i love
0: it how would you what would you say that kind of cuz obviously going to art school and the, like you're definitely not the first person to say on this podcast how like it's very much fit into this box that we have made and kind of like fit into this, this ideal of an art school student. Like, yeah, how would, how do you think that art school helps you in terms of kind of figuring out what you wanted to do? Was it almost like a kind of, like an antithesis, like a kind of, you're making me you're trying to make me be this person be this artist to the point where I now just don't want to be a certain type of artist like was there that kind of aspect to it or was it very much like I don't know do you know what I mean
1: yeah I know, I know what you mean um I think of what I got from uh, the reason why I did what I do I actually believe that Basically, art school gave me the confidence I never had, Mm. because I was always that kid in school that, well, especially when I was younger, like, like, parents' evenings were always like, oh, by the way, like, I was called Beth (laughs) when I was younger, like, B is kind of a nickname from Beth, it's actually, Beth's a nickname from Elizabeth, so it's a long-winded nickname, but basically they were always like, oh, Beth um, doesn't put her hand up enough, and she's too quiet and yeah i i I knew i couldn't fit into that i think i mean kingston was great and i do like and i do not regret any choices i made Mm -hmm. i it's such an incredible university and i feel like i met the most amazing people that they are my best friends but people i met in my course are still my best friends and people i met in my halls like i've got my best friend that i met in halls and like they are my main group of people so I wouldn't change anything. Um, Mm. I think if anything, like just the social environment and that's what that I felt like that's what's given me what I needed to do, basically. Mm. Um, I would never have gone to London. I would never have had the guts to stay here, like I wouldn't have met the amazing people that I did, like it's those it's the social aspects that I have to thank
0: it's it's interesting like the kind of the topic of like higher education and Mm -hmm. the arts and kind of getting into your own thing becoming your own boss like I I didn't go to uni so I don't really know I don't have that experience to fall back on and to be like oh yeah it it did this did xyz for me but the general consensus at least for like our generation it kind of feels that as much as like the content of the course and the actual academia behind the course like it's always been like the social aspect and oh, yeah kind of becoming who you are through 100 a thousand percent like
1: I remember so many times that I didn't make it into uni because I've partied too hard the night before like mm-hmm. there would be that would be me constantly so I wasn't like this perfect art student that was dedicated to her degree. Mm. Like I would be I would be lying to say that. Um I just think I just kind of enjoyed it all for what it was. Yeah.
0: Um
1: and yeah, it definitely came up my shell. It it pushed me to kind of challenge the way I drew and the way I approached um subjects. But mm. it all it did solidify to me like from trying all these different things. I like actually know. I like I know what I like. Yeah. Um and yeah it was I think it was the reportage illustration was the main part of it that I didn't really know what that was before I went to uni. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and no one else was either, so please explain. <laughs> um, like, uh, it's basically uh, it? <laughs> it's like v- visual journalism, I think they call it, or something like okay. that. So basically oh, you get know you you mean, out, yeah. and you like sketch some stuff and like it was so much fun and you kind of like draw everything around you and you'd have to mm-hmm. go out even when it was raining. Like I think it was like once Maybe, like, one Friday a month, or is it once one Friday a week? I can't remember which one it was, but we had to do it. And I, that was the one thing I absolutely loved. And mm. was, um, like, drawing from life, recording what was going on around me, like, taking snippets of conversations, things like that. Like, I absolutely loved that part of it, because I feel like I love just editing stuff that's already around me, yeah, as opposed to coming up with entirely new things coming out of my head. I think it's insane when people can come up with, like, these bizarre characters and mm. stories and ideas but that is just not me like I prefer to edit what's around me I guess
0: and do you think kind of your your journey into like the wedding industry do you think that has something to do with that in terms of because obviously weddings you're working with the bride and the groom and they have mm. their ideas and it is oh, essentially yeah. kind of going with what they want but in your style so do you think yes. there's like a connection in that way
1: definitely like the main thing I love about it is being able to visualise what someone can't quite put into an image. Mm. Like, I love it that bides and grooms get in touch and they're like, I like all these kind of things. These are my themes. This is that. And they give me all these visually, and in- like, they inspire with m- me with, with imagery. So I have reference. Mm. And then being able to pull all those things and, like, create a new thing from it. And then they're like, like oh, my God, you've nailed it. It's just that is just the nicest feeling. It's the best, like, yeah. It's Oh and everyone's like, Oh like what's it like working with couples? And it's like, you know what? It's an absolute dream. Mm. I have yet to experience a bridezilla. Wow. So feel quite lucky. Going. <laughs> I just think it now I think. But no, it's just like it teaches you amazing skills as well because you have to learn, you know, how to talk to people and it's the whole business aspect of it as well. And mm. it does definitely help you get out of your own head sometimes. Um because I have a real issue with that of I always take things too personally and I think it forces you to not do that because you you just have to be professional and Mm -hmm. be positive and get things done and it it is good it helps for sure
0: what have you learned from that in terms of kind of like because I'm very much the same. I'm very in my own head all the time. Mm. I, I have a constant <laughs> internal monologue that is just, just screaming <laughs> wow. things at me. And like, I, yeah. I remember when I first started doing client work um, with LH Design, I remember being petrified of opening yeah. emails in case it had like some sort of criticism in there or like some yeah. sort of feedback that my head was just gonna run with. But yeah. like it definitely, it comes with time and with kind of with the more experience. clients you have and experience. Yeah, like yeah, it's definitely a thing that you you kind of look back on and you're like, why was I so scared of opening that email? <laughs> like yeah. nothing was ever I mean, too bad that it couldn't be dealt with, sort of thing. Like, so do you exactly do you feel like you've made kind of a lot of progress with that I think... of aspect of the business?
1: yeah definitely I think that these things still happen and it's a constant thing for me like I I constantly feel an anxious I have I'm a very anxious person and yes. I'm always worried of receiving criticism especially like the most terrifying thing is when you paint a jacket and then send them a picture and you're waiting for the reply yes. <laughs> of like I hope you love it. not <laughs> because
0: I can't erase it. <laughs>
1: I can't love it out. <laughs> um, but it comes with experience, and it, and it builds your confidence. So the more you do it, and you realise, like you no, know, like you, you just need to believe in yourself. And if things do go wrong, like nothing is ever going to be. It's not going to be the end of the world. Like no one's died it's fixable do you just it also teaches you to be the most professional in terms of like how am I going to resolve this mm-hmm. rather than crop into a ball and never draw again yeah. so yeah. there's also been scenarios like on Etsy for example mm-hmm. um because I also um sell my prints and other little personalized bespoke bits on Etsy mm-hmm. um there's been a few situations when I've I've done a bespoke portrait for example and i've sent someone a photo and they've been like oh it's not what i thought it would be like mm. and i've been like okay and like part of me was like just wanted to cry and be like i'm shit like why am i even doing this i've just let someone down blah blah but then the other part of me was like no just just calm down it's fine and i just think about right what's the easiest way around this and i'm like my always my thing is like just offer to redo it mm. and be like i'm really sorry. disappointed it wasn't what you expected I'll give it another go for you, like blah, blah blah, and every. I mean, it hasn't happened that much. I'm not an awful portrait artist. Sorry, <laughs> it's happened um, once or twice, and each time I've approached it with positivity and let me fix this for you, and it's always been the best outcome. Mm. And then you're both happy, and you know. I just think if you can do things, if you can choose the like the least stressful way, choose that. Like. The thing that's going to bring you the most happiness and the least stress—just pick that option always.
0: Yeah, in in anything, yeah. whether that is kind of with how you deal with customer service or what oh project God, you're yeah. going to take on next, like it's got to feel good to you as well yeah. as the customer.
1: Completely. Like it's not all about the customer. No, it's about your happiness as well. Like you're not just a a machine i have like such an aversion to
0: the customer's always right and i had an aversion to that when i worked in retail as well which probably wasn't oh. this mix but i think that's where I, um, from.
1: I think that's where i've got it from as well yeah. like working in retail for so long
0: kind of like yeah, um, the customer's actually pretty much always wrong <laughs> yeah and it's like no like i'm also not gonna let them get away with that <laughs> like yeah you, you definitely it's like, get like a no bullshit tolerance when you work in retail.
1: oh yeah Hundred percent. And there's things like, you know, if something is lost in the post, but I've provided them um a tracking service and it's signed for and things like that and it's been signed for at another address and they're like, Well, I haven't got it. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but that's not my problem. When it's out of your like, hand,
0: it's out of your hands. Exactly.
1: Like if it's physically not my problem, I can't help you. Mm. But anything I can do to help that doesn't put like me in a difficult position, of course I'm going to, because I, I do just want people to be happy with what obviously like they're paying for the service but yeah you kind of have to also remember your own worth stand your ground you just, at the same time
0: boundaries as well like i i think for anyone oh, yeah. just starting out and they're really like they might be dealing with a difficult client or that they're, they're just feeling like they're having to kind of take a lot of their worth and do mm. things they don't really want to be doing to please other people like you do just yeah. have to have that line and it, yeah it's still being professional it's still kind of being like the best business owner you can be but you really don't have to take as much shit as you think you have to take like in order to right. be a good business owner
1: and people respect you more yeah. if, like if you have that respect for yourself if you don't give like if someone's kind of like being a bit of a bully in the business world just like you wouldn't accept that in real life, so don't accept it over an email. Mm. So it's like exactly. you don't you don't have to have this. Do you really want to be working for someone that's going to be talking to you like that anyway? Mm. Like, no, I'd rather not have the work. <laughs>
0: exactly. And it's always like I, I speak about it a lot, but like it's going with your gut with things like that. When you when you kind of get a sense, obviously, clients slash customers slash whatever you want to call them, like, we we will not know them 100%. Like, even, even if they're mm. pals, like, it's a different version of that person kind of thing when it is in the, in the space of, I am paying you to do this for me. There is definitely yeah. a different dynamic when it comes to that.
1: Oh, completely. Okay completely like I completely agree because it's been scenarios where I've done things for friends and things do change mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my advice is don't do things for friends
0: <laughs> yeah you learn that quite quickly <laughs> <when>
1: you... <laughs> yeah it's like just if you res- if you respect your friendship don't do it <laughs> um it?
0: like I've definitely had experience like I did my pal's uh wedding chart and that was mm. the funnest thing I've ever done and it was brilliant because yeah. they were like yeah that's Cool, yeah, whatever you want to do. And I was like, all right, brilliant. (laughs) It's definitely, yeah, there's definitely been times where the dynamic is different and you kind of have to you have to navigate around it and go, right, how am I gonna do this without losing my friend? (laughs) Or like, how am I gonna do this without losing my mind and creating something that I might not be proud of? And What would you say to someone who is perhaps struggling with kind of personalization and the the custom side of illustration?
1: Yeah, you have to kind of you have to be kind of that have that face to face over even if it's just online that you have to have that personable kind of thing about you. I guess if if that makes sense, I think you have to kind of almost give a personality with what you're doing as well, like you kind of have to give people a reason it's okay well there's a lot of it's quite saturated market you know personalization and things like that and custom stuff so what is going to make them want to shop with you over the next person um what is it about you that makes you unique Mm -hmm. and what can you offer that person so I think you just need to kind of think about what it is about you and try and translate Mm -hmm. that into what you're offering I guess definitely
0: Definitely. do you think that kind of without kind of getting into the tri area of social media but <laughs> do you think like that definitely has something to do with it with showing your yourself and talking yeah. about your story and kind of gaining the trust of those customers so that they're more likely to want to kind of have a part of you whether that's in their house or yeah. their wedding like do you think that's a big part of it
1: I really do I, th- I think I don't know if it's going to be the same for everyone but I feel like for me that's definitely been a response that I've heard from people that I've worked mm. with um like a lot of people like you don't have to share everything in your life you know like but just to be able to kind of you know I, I put up things like I video myself personalizing place cards or something or I video myself um not even like my face like like a bird's eye view of me painting a jacket and keeping people kind of up to date on the more professional side of Mm me um it just makes them really interested in what you're doing and they and they kind of then get to see a snippet of your process if there's something really unique about your process show it like don't also worry about the whole copycat thing because there are always going to be copycats Mm -hmm. in life like that is just a fact just but (laughs) but showing showing you and showing how you work, like that is such a I mean, most people are like, oh, my God, it's so therapeutic, watching you do what you do and then it's almost like then that kind of is like, oh I need some of that in my life. Um and yeah, people, the more they kind of see the interaction, I believe that's what makes you different yes. from other people. Like and I even put the occasional like drunk snap up and people fucking love it. So don't be afraid to, like, have to censor yourself because I think that's the main thing that people actually like about me is I'm just, like, a bit more kind of real. Like, there's, it's not – I don't really – I'm a person at the end of the day. I'm not going to cover myself up and, you know, like, I'm just – I just want to be honest with people. Like, if you don't want that, that's fine. You don't need to work with me. But if you want that more kind of one-on-one, um, like, almost as if I'm a yeah. friend, but I will always be professional, like, then I'm your girl. Like, that is, that's what I want, like, because it's not just about what the client's getting out of it, it's what I'm getting out of it, because this is my, this is my day-to-day, this is my career.
0: You want to be doing stuff you enjoy, as opposed to stuff you feel you have to be doing, and, like, have to be a certain way. That's why I've always had, I've always had a really weird relationship with the word professional. I don't think I am, in any sense of the word. (laughs) Like,
1: I'm,
0: just, I'm very scary, <laughs> I'm very, like,
1: doom and gloom, I'm very, I, I don't know, like, just a bit uh, <laughs> uh, in general. Well, <laughs> I, like I feel the same, I feel like I just swear a bit too much and I get a little bit like too like oh I right, like babe and like literally like messaging people and my friend but
0: and that's you I, and there's, like, there's no point yeah. in trying to kind of put a different facade on like I, I think that's kind of I felt that very early on in all of this that I wasn't gonna try and fit myself into a box of this kind
1: of mm. oh
0: girl boss women in business blah, blah, blah. like I, I, wasn't gonna, oh,
1: yeah.
0: I wasn't gonna be this kind of shiny vessel <laughs> as it were No yeah you you definitely you have those moments where you're like oh maybe I should um like rain yeah it turn it down or or whatever but I think that those moments especially are the the, mm. the moments that make you as an entrepreneur as a creative
1: 100 oh, and I do think like people are getting in touch are getting in touch because they know you're your own person you don't work for anyone else so they're probably already expecting that level of a bit more personal too like that's what people want, I think. Um, I would definitely say, like, for my bigger clients, I'm maybe a little bit, like, if I'm working for a, a bigger company, you know, like an actual, you know, yeah. big thing. <laughs> 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 um, I definitely put the kind of professionalism, as you would say, tone on to start with. Like, you know, make the emails seem a little bit more legit. Like,
0: just, just as long so as you come across someone, it kind of thing. Hmm.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, don't just, like, put the slang, in, slang words in straight away. But as long as you've got a level of, like, I know what I'm fucking doing, then it's fine. Like, it, like it just, just as long as you kind of seem really in charge of your stuff, I think it's fine. And then, like, as soon as I get to pe- meet these people at the events, it's like we're best friends at the end of it. So,
0: yeah, it's great. How <laughs> have you dealt with comparison? Has that been... Oh. <laughs> no i wasn't gonna say has that been a problem everyone has that problem so that's a ridiculous question but oh, like yeah. how, how have you kind of navigated that minefield
1: um so i mean i'm the worst for it i am constantly comparing myself um i definitely felt like i got to a kind of an all-time low with it actually quite recently um i th- it was actually kind of last month really like things got pretty bad. Um. Mm-hmm. I kind of just decided uh, to stop like as simple as that I was like I need to stop bringing all this negativity into my life I it's not doing anyone any good it's only harming me like the people you compare yourself to like it's, it's just not a productive use of of my time I kind of just realized like I was just putting myself down constantly and doubting myself and I think that was coming through in my work as well. Um, and there was a particular situation where I where someone else was doing the jackets as well. And um I took it personally straight away and was like, oh they're copying me, blah, blah blah And I got into a real tiz with it last year and got really, really upset about it and really let it affect me. And I kind of just decided this year I was like, you know what, like this is not gonna be good for anyone. And instead of being all kind of negative but I reached out to the person and started talking about kind of the issue with it and kind of you know just getting it all out with that and she's actually a really great great girl <laughs> and me and her have now become friends
0: yeah is that is really amazing. always the way that happens
1: yeah so, nine
0: times out of ten you'll just be like oh actually you're really nice <laughs>
1: yeah and it's like if I just got out my own head and realize like that person isn't copying you and they're not they're not, they're not necessarily doing better than you it's going to got more followers than you and mm. you know it's just no remove that and just decide as soon as you decide to I think you know come together with other creatives and see it as an amazing thing that more than one person is doing what you're doing actually so actually that's a good thing because it shows that it's going to be more of a demand yeah. um see it in a positive way and, Yeah, like now we've got in touch, like I I just feel like a huge weight's lifted and it's just great. Like we're both doing something similar, yes, but that's the case for everything. Like Mm. there's never just one person doing something. It's just it's just not a thing.
0: Nothing is original now and that's not a bad thing. Like there's always gonna be someone doing what you do, but they can't do it in the way you do it because they're not Mm -hmm. you. Exactly. No one can do what you do. And mm-hmm. as much as they can practically, and they can visually, and they could sit there and copy exactly what you're doing, it's still not going to be you because it's not your approach, it's not your tone of voice, it's not all so that
1: kind of- and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. like that—that that was it as well. And like, there is there is room in the world for more than one of what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. there's room in the world for everyone, and everyone ha- deserves to be able to do what they're doing. And I just decided like you know what just focus on yourself be just keep doing what you're doing and ever since I've done that is like that's how I now feel like there's just so much more room for growth yeah as soon as I've stopped thinking about all these other things that there is literally no point in worrying about I've just opened my mind up to new opportunities and I think it's the best thing I could have done for myself
0: yeah that's great that's yeah. really, really good wow, I remember I had that early on, just being like, do you know what, I'm just going to oh be positive, I would just, actually, I... saying that, I don't, I, I struggled a little bit with comparison, but quickly, not quickly got over it, but kind of reached that community over competition mindset quite mm. quickly, but
1: it's, it's really
0: interesting, yes, fuck it. it's like, and it's something that evolves, like, you might have a, a day where you're like, do you know what, I'm absolutely fine, and then the mm. next week, something will come up, and you'll be like, so fuck!"
1: <laughs> yeah, I think when those things happen, you kind of also have to look at externally what else is going on in your life, and yeah. just realize, like, okay, why am I getting more? Yeah, like, why am I getting more sensitive about this today? Like, oh, it's my time of the month, or mm-hmm. oh, that person really pissed me off, and maybe that's why. Or oh, I had an argument with my boyfriend. Like, just you know, think about. I think the best thing is to just breathe, <laughs> like. Take, take a fucking second, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, have a snack. You know, maybe have a drink if you need one, and just like breathe, and then let's revisit.
0: That's that. All right, I'm typing that out because it's going to take a, breath, take
1: have a, a breath. Have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> have a snack. Have a snack.
0: As simple as that sounds, like that is kind of that's always as simple
1: as it to be
0: yeah like that's the solution to most kind of ups and downs we have on the daily mm-hmm. basis like there will definitely be times where I think oh well my career is over like I peaked oh and yeah I've had like this is it I'm I, I need to go back and find a normal job oh, and yeah. then 10 minutes later I'll get an email or something with like <laughs> a, a good opportunity I'll be like oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is so Funny how that happens. It's literally like the universe being like, okay, shut up with your bullshit. I'm going to give you this email and then you're just going to calm down and get on with your day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so funny. It's like someone's watching you being like, no, no, babe, calm down. And you're like, oh, yeah, sorry. Business. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, universe. <laughs> I'll get back in my box. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny. Oh. It's just, it's, it's, it's like, it is just so amusing, self-employment just the daily struggles it's like you have to be your own HR company and you have to sort like it's just everything like you I don't think people realize that aren't self-employed actually how much it really takes up your entire brain like it's a lot it's a lot of effort (laughs) like
0: definitely the danger of I I I'm like that's kind of why I've been quiet over the however past long because I have I didn't really know who I was outside of being a business owner like mm-hmm. I had no idea if I even existed past kind of one girl band or yeah. being a coach or a writer and I I feel like there definitely needs to be a conversation about kind of the dangerous aspect of being your brand to the point mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know who the fuck I am outside of work and like yeah. it's Definitely taken me the last couple of years really to kind of almost admit that to myself and be mm. like, you know what? I, I think like this is a massive identity crisis and it's time to kind of see who you are outside of what you've created. And it's definitely something that, yeah, that like, it's thinking on.
1: C- completely like, I've never actually even really thought about it. Like, that's like you saying that is like, it's so true mm. because. You just, yeah, you, you can't you can't just you can't switch off because it's like if you switch off, who else is going to think about it? So you're just, yeah, you're always thinking about. And also, it's the only thing people ask you about. Yeah, like it's like, so how's work? Or like, how's your business doing? You like, you're doing really well, blah, blah blah. And then it's lovely. Obviously, people are showing that they think it's great what you're doing. But you actually find that outside of your day to day, like when you're when you're in it for so long and you're in your head like in your business and you go meet your friend and you find yourself still talking about it and then you have to it's almost like you have to prove well yeah I've got this exciting coming up and this and this is happening this is happening and then you're like yeah it's hard to not be your brand mm. it's so weird I've never really thought about it like that but you're so right um and yeah I, I don't even know what my interests are <laughs> what what do I even do
0: I I, I think it's kind of it's it takes time it definitely does and I think it's almost just kind of having that self-awareness to be like do you know what yeah my business is really important to me but Mm. it isn't everything there are other things outside of my career that I care about and that make up who I am yeah. And I think I definitely struggled at the beginning with feeling like I have to be obsessed with my business. And I mm. am obsessed with it. Like, I love it. Like, I, I do now. I, do, I had to take a break because I didn't love it. I fucking hated it. But you yeah, know, you kind of just have to have those moments of, do you know what? Like, yes, I love my job, but it doesn't it's make up my life. Me, and that's okay. Like, you are not a bad business owner if you don't want this to take up every aspect of your life
1: I completely agree and I definitely think that whole thing of like I need to be obsessed that stems from comparison and of like mm-hmm. being on social media and things like that because you think that's all we people... to talk about on there oh my god <laughs> yeah and it's like you see all these other business owners that are like always doing things and you're like oh I need to be as obsessed as them and that's how they've become successful is because they never switch off it's like mm-hmm. you know you become successful because of balance like you are never gonna kind of be able to do your most if you don't recharge like you can't pour the empty glass as we always say Mm. and I just think yeah it's so important to fulfill yourself in other ways like it's great that we get to do what we love and it's so fulfilling every single day being able to come to work and do these things but Mm. you know it shouldn't be the only thing like your friendships and your relationships and no, like just going on a holiday and <laughs> reading a book.
0: You can have a hobby and not have to monetize it. You you oh, can yeah. draw and not have to kind of make sure that you can sell it, sort of thing. Oh, like, yeah. That's I, one thing I haven't been
1: able to achieve. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: I say that and I'm like, what yeah. what do I do Cross stitching. I was obsessed with that last year. For like oh. good three months, I cross stitched every day and it was the most calming relaxing, enjoyable thing. until I, I had this moment of I could sell this. And then I was like, oh, no, no, no you've no, no. it.
1: <laughs> you're just such a great businesswoman, you can't help it. <laughs> oh I, wish. I wish. No but- See, I, could, I really wanted to do ceramics. So I was like I really want to like I want to do a pop workshop. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally have a ceramic studio two doors down from me. Like he does workshops hmm. but then I had in my head I was like oh and then I could paint them and I was like no, maybe no no <laughs> stop. I mean that would be a really good it idea would be, it would be cool right <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so hard isn't it once you're in it you're like but like I just I also think there's nothing wrong with that you're just I think that shows why you know why,
0: the,
1: the, why you do what you do yeah. yeah
0: it shows you're passionate it's definitely not um... a bad thing to be and I, I don't want anyone to think like me saying um, not to be obsessed is a bad thing. But
1: no, it, it, you do you. Yeah, do it makes exactly. you feel healthy exactly. and happy.
0: Just do. If what being
1: you obsessed want helps. You. Yes. yes, you do. You boo. Like that is what you need to do.
0: <laughs> what do you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Like the most valuable thing you've learned is over the past couple of years. Is there like one moment that really sticks out? You, or is it just lots of little moments because we learn every (laughs) day?
1: Um, god, um, I just think there are so much has happened these past couple of years, um, in my personal life as well as my work life. It's like everything has changed, and I think the biggest thing for me, like, if I could tell my past self, it was like it would kind of just be like. literally everything happens for a reason, like roll with the punches. Mm. Um and I just think, you know, things that were go I was going through where I was at absolute rock bottom and I thought, my life is ruined and I don't know how I'm gonna come back from this actually led to me being full time. Like it gave like what happened to me gave me the confidence to go full time in my business. Mm. So I think it's just like just letting things go with the flow and I think as long as you just keep being passionate with what you're doing you know just focus on you and what you want to do and things are always going to work out like that is what I've just kind of stuck out for me for the past couple of years like just having support for my fam- friends and family and believing in myself and just keep on going like I just kept going mm. with things and let things be bad and let things be great and yeah that's that's how things have kind of worked out I think that's the right answer to the question
0: <laughs> there's no wrong or right answer that's definitely yeah. that is definitely something people can relate to as well just kind of it's finding No matter how deep it is, it's in there somewhere. That kind of tenacity, that strength to be Mm. like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep going, even on the days where you're like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore, and yeah, I don't want this. I don't want this. There will be a moment, whether that's next week or next month or in three years' time, where you're like, okay, I think I'm gonna pick it all back up.
1: Oh, completely. And like, I just think you have to also respect things that happen in your personal life, and like just realize you're allowed to take breaks
0: a hundred um, a thousand honestly,
1: <laughs> honestly like it i think people as well when you're a presence on social media and everyone just expects you to like everyone always says things like oh my god like you get to do so many great things and like you're so lucky if you're able to do what you do and like spoiler alert i'm in weddings but i was engaged and it didn't work out mm. so it's like it things aren't all shiny and happy and perfect no. like for me like it doesn't work out that way like That part of my life was horrendous, and having to then also continue in the wedding industry whilst my own wedding fell apart Mm. was one of the hardest things I've
0: ever done. (laughs) I can imagine,
1: but like it honestly, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Though, like I can't even explain it for my business and for myself and it made me such a strong much stronger person and I was like you know what like I'm just going to focus on myself and my own creativity and actually put some effort into my work and I can't believe how much it's changed me and it was just like oh this is the best thing that's ever happened so making kind of a tragic thing into a great thing yeah, was making a few yeah problems. so good Definitely. So, so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> right my last question what's your yeah. why why do you do what you do Oh, <laughs> what
1: my why? I love that question I love hearing that um what is my why I do what I do to be able to kind of just be my own boss mm. like I have always looked up to my my mum's run, run her own hairdressing business since she was like in her 20s and I just always admired the I respect her so much, and I've always admired how admired how strong she is. And I just, I just love the whole kind of yeah. Like I'm not going to listen to what anyone else mm. is going to tell me to do. I'm going, I'm going to run this. I'm going to, you know, do what I want with my life. Um, and I just feel like as long as I can paint, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just think if you've found your thing in life like don't let anyone tell you to do anything differently like just keep going till you get to do what you love every day and I know that's sometimes not possible for everyone let's say financially um but then like just make sure you're doing it on the side like side hustle it like I just think as long as you've got a passion it'll always come through to be your main thing in life anyway
0: love that so that's it for episode 69. You can find out more about b on Instagram at b Davies Illustration and her website. If you've liked what you heard today, do head over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash one to become a part of the gang and get exclusive content. And don't forget to leave a review or a rating so more people can find out about us. You can find out more about the work we do at one and at one underscore on Instagram. Also, another big thank you to our sponsors Anywheres. The Anywhere subscription box is great for any freelancer or remote worker who wants to find new ways of being productive and to feel valued, filled with a combination of tools to make your flexible work life better and delightful things that will make you smile in amongst the madness that is self-employment. Don't forget to use ogb 10 for 10% off your first box when you sign up at anywheres.co. I'll see you next week. Have a good one. And remember that I'm always cheering you on.